have you or a loved one ever uh, tried to do something nice, like put your garbage bins away and the wind all of a sudden swoops them out of your hands and propels them into your neighbor's driveway? No? Just, just me? Okay. I might be having a moderately mediocre Monday. <laughs> Welcome to the Moderately Mediocre Podcast, episode 32, I think. Yeah, I think it's 32. I think it's 32, which is accurate because it's negative 32 outside today, which is absolutely insane. Uh, not loving that yeah, very much, but I've got, I got some chicken fingies. I got some, some potato tots here to, to chomp on while we... Well, we potato tots potato tots they're actually hash browns but you know close enough potato tots oh fuck i hot what is a oh. what is a potato tot look can you show me what this looks like i don't think this is a tot i don't i don't oh yeah that's a hash brown for sure okay it's like a pancake flat hash brown cavendish farms oh, that was such a hot bite i regret doing this <laughs> okay. well you have to let it rest any good chef knows you need to let it rest. What kind of good chef is out here cooking fucking chicken fingers? Listen, man. There's actually, in in that same vein, I I saw on Instagram the other day that Chrissy Teigen, go, who's Who? like, I, I actually don't even know what she's famous for, if I'm honest. She's, Who? she's Chrissy Teigen. Who? She's a... I think she was a model, and then she got really into food, and... I'm gonna, I'm gonna look her up. She's now, I don't like, she's is. got a cookbook and, like, she loves food okay. and stuff. And so, anyways, she's she posted on Instagram the other day that um, BJ Novak started, or co-started, who? I guess, a company. Oh, my God. <laughs> BJ Novak, who's, like, I don't know who that one is. of the writers for The Office. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if he's, like, yeah, I think he, he helped write some of The Office episodes. Anyways, he's really funny. He's the temp in, in like, Ryan in the office. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, oh, I do, I do know who you mean. Also, she was a model. You were right. Cool. Yeah. So she she went to a pop-up event, I guess, that they do in Hollywood with all of their money. And um, <laughs> BJ Novak had co-made this, like, company thing, I guess, with somebody who um, they take, like, I guess chain restaurants type stuff okay and reimagine the food that the chain puts out so this this one for example was from taco bell so like they had completely reimagined taco bell's menu but like made it from taco bell stuff Mm -hmm. and so their pop-up i think you can find it on instagram it's called chain it's very very cool (laughs) it's called chain yeah it's very strange i've never eaten a taco bell cool thing I've done it once, I think, and I didn't like. I know that there's such a hype behind it, but the only is there time a hype behind it, it? The only hype that I know behind it is that you'd go like shit yourself afterwards. Well, yeah, that's accurate. That's I think prescribed when you buy it is that you know that you're going to <laughs> shit yourself afterwards. That's but fair. Realistically, the the hype is like Americanized. I think so, like with Chick Fil A and stuff. So. I think mm. it's more more Americans really die for Taco Bell. But um, here we, in the great Canadian North, we like our Tim Hortons, eh? Um, it's okay. Just, yeah, I don't really like Tim Hortons either. But but anyway, yeah. I am one of your hosts, Richard. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm TJ. <laughs> I took a hiatus last week because I went skiing with my boyfriend and... I fell down five times, and the fifth time was the, the kicker, and my brain matter, I think, hit the inside of my skull, therefore causing some issues. And it wasn't entirely, like, I didn't go to the hospital or anything. It sounds a lot worse than it was, but I felt gross, disgusting, dizzy, mm-hmm. and nasty. 
So like all of those four things, I think, is what WebMD tells you that you should just stay home and not look at anything. And exactly. Be, and we don't still. want none of that. So we got a full crazed episode with me. Have you listened to it? I actually have not listened to it yet. I didn't think so. Trixie. I know. <laughs> I know. I've been planning to, but I also I also haven't been listening to any music lately either. So. Ooh, that's concerning. I know. So I've got to get back on that. But like life's been fucking hectic lately and I'm going Life back to my old job. Life is hectic. So I'm trying to like get all my ducks in a row, but they are all on Ritalin and everybody is bumping <laughs> and everybody is like... <laughs> in different areas some people are in the marsh i have to go dig them out of mud like is this like different hose with different area codes yeah exactly all my ducks are in different area codes <laughs> all my ducks are hose <laughs> all my ducks are hose <laughs> well that they doesn't do sound like that. phenomenal yeah no it's it is what it is it is what it Good is. old Menti Bees are happening left, right, and center. But Menti uh, Bees is here. Menti Bees. Menti Bees. Bees. <laughs> Menti okay. Bees. Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> um. Do you wanna? Do you wanna start us off with a fun, fun little thing today, or you want me to start? Yeah, I do. So this one is again really light because. I of who I am as a person. I'm gonna see if this screws up if I change the the window. Does it? It doesn't. Ooh. Ooh. Look okay. Look at me being a computer superstar. You're okay. so technically mastered. What? I don't know. I'm just eating chicken wings. Okay. Question for you and everybody mm. listening. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say flow state? Um, like period. What do you, no, what? What is that? What, what kind of response is that? Like a period? No. Like when, oh, when you're bleeding? Oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> no, okay. In that case, I do no. not. No, I mean like flow state, like mentally, like you're in a flow state. Oh, that's when you're like on the ball and you're snapping and you're like, I'm getting this shit done, right? Yeah, kind of. I'm going to give you a little okay. deaf, deaf, deaf here. Give me, give me um, the deaf, deaf. Give me that hot So provided deaf. by headspace.com. Um, the flow state that some people experience are, uh, it's like a sense of fluidity between your body and mind where you are totally absorbed by and deeply focused on something beyond the point of distraction. Time mm. feels like it has slowed down. Your senses are heightened. You are at one with the task at hand. This is Zen as fuck as actions and awarenesses sink to create an effortless momentum. So oftentimes people describe this feeling as like almost being like in the zone or like time doesn't matter and you are just so enthralled with what you're doing, you are like just captivated by it and you literally just lose track of time. Mm. Um, I think other people so just gonna... call that doom scrolling. Well, I think there's a difference. I think there's totally a difference because doom scrolling, though, is not like the flow state. And I, I think this is why. So the flow state's also been like suggested to hmm. be when you're doing something that engages you in terms of like a challenging way. Mm. Or you're you are almost like like a puzzle, for example, because your okay. like mind is focusing on this particular activity you're doing. You're, you're like, what is that word? Oh my God. Engaged? Your cognition. Yeah. Oh, your cognition you're cognitively is engaged. engaged. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And so with doom scrolling, I think it's a little bit different because, you know, folks with dopamine deficiencies, we'll call it, <laughs> um, like myself or anybody really that like use me. their phone on an Instagram or whatever, a doom scroll is usually used for when you're like, seeking that hit of dopamine because your head you're bored or whatever and like you're you just don't want to be doing whatever the fuck you were supposed to be doing and so you get mm -hmm. caught in this in this doom scroll and it's so easy now with instagram and tiktok and reels and whatever else that like those videos are so captivating for like two or three seconds and then you, yeah. you're immediately bored and then you keep going yep and it's just such a short little hit that 
need more. Right, right. So I think Just like, like this that's the difference. Finger. Yeah. So every time, yeah, exact kind of like that, where you like every time you eat, or every time like you you get something or do something that makes you, like that gives you some source of dopamine. Hmm. Um, that's kind of like, uh, what is the word? Uh, intervals. So like it's like intervally oh. giving you this this like hit of good good shit. Whereas the flow state, I think, is more of like a stable, like it's like a, you're doing it's an activity. It's just constantly coming. Yeah. I also, I hope you guys can't hear me chewing. That would be embarrassing. I can't hear you chewing. Um, okay, I heard that. Um. Okay, you nasty. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about this because I've been finding myself kind of... Like, I don't really remember the last time I was in a flow state. And Hmm. I just wanted to kind of put forward as to, like, why we think that is. As to why Um, you haven't been in a flow state? Yeah. Because, like, Hmm. I remember when I was a kid, I used to be, like... like, And I wanted to talk about, too, like, some of the things that would put you into a flow state. So, like, everybody's different, obviously. So, like, Mm -hmm. do you remember, you being Richard... um, Maybe. Remember any times that you've been... Mm -hmm. Like, almost like, oh, fuck, you look at the time and you're like, I should, I gotta go. I gotta go. Other than maybe, like, your double duty research. (laughs) That doesn't count. But also, in a way, yeah. No, like, the research definitely, every now and again, I'll look at the clock and be like, whoa, I've been doing this for, like, a couple hours now. But I think a much more common one. Yeah, that would be a thing. Yeah. A much more common one, though. Sorry, now I've got chicken finger hiccups. Um is like playing video games Chick-ups. and stuff. A check up. No, I don't like that. A finger? No, no, even worse. Uh no, anyway, we're not no, like that one. I I think that it like playing video games and stuff is definitely a big one cuz you know the old the old uh yeah. saying of time flies when you're having fun. Right. That's yeah, that 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 encompasses the whole flow state thing. And I think that video games is absolutely one of them for sure. Because it kind of gives you, like, especially adventure questing games and stuff where you mm. have these, like, goals in mind that you need to do. And, and it's, you're still using your brain to, like, figure out how to do it. And it's still tactically involved because you have to use your hands to, you know, use the controls and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that totally counts. Like, that makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. Yeah, I mean, it's like reading a book or watching a movie. Sometimes, sometimes people can do it when they're listening to music. Because, like, I guess, in a sense, flow state and meditation could be considered very similar, right? Yeah, and I think think it it is. Like, there's... Man, there's this Disney movie. Mm -hmm. What is that movie? Is it Soul? I'm not sure. I've never heard of that. Let me Google this. Who's in it? It Yeah, it is totally Soul. Okay, so if you've ever watched the movie Soul... S O U L. That's a whole um, movie. It's about, yeah. I never even heard of it. It's about a man and his cat. Well, not really at all about his cat, but like some about his cat. It's about a man who goes. He ends <laughs> up. Okay, I'm just gonna read the thing because I don't want to ruin it completely for everybody. But Give after me that landing hot the recap. gig. After landing the gig of a lifetime, a New York jazz pianist suddenly finds himself trapped in a strange land between Earth and the afterlife. And so this movie kind of touches on the flow state in the sense that it's like, like you just kind of said, like it's this meditative state. When did this come out? How have I never heard of it? 2020. Wow. Yeah. Is it a short it's, film? No, it's a full full fledged film. Damn, it's pretty Disney good. Crazy. Okay, I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off with stupid things. No, no, it's good. It's um. Oh, it's Disney and Pixar, I think. Ah. But yeah, it's on Disney Plus. It's pretty good. Huh. I would recommend. I cried a lot, but I cry a lot during Disney movies anyway. So it's just <laughs> part of my personality at this point. Um, but yeah, so, so the movie does a really good job of explaining like the flow state, especially with listening to music in this case, because he's mm. jazz, uh, pianist and it's like very, hmm. 
It's very, yeah, I know. It sounds like penis. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm a child. I know. At heart. I would totally, I would laugh as well. I normally go out of my way to say it a little bit articulated, but that time it just rolled off the top. <laughs> Painous. Okay. All right. Um, but uh, what I was trying to get at was the fact that um, apparently there's like a bunch of benefits, like health benefits, hmm. according to headspace.com. There's benefits well, to being in best. the flow state. And I'm just going to read them out to you, and you're going to say yes or no, okay? Okay. Hit me up. And you at home can say yes or no, too. Yeah, because, like, you know, this this world is full of, full of free will. You can decide whether or not you want to actually digest some of the information that we provide to you or that the internet provides to you. So you can take what you will and leave what you don't want. Um, Perfect. So it says a benefit of achieving the flow state is having a heavy sense of concentration. Mm. So it says being able to focus on the work without getting distracted leads to a higher output of higher quality work. I mean, that makes sense, right? I would I say yes. That so, seems, that seems like, like incredibly basic. Yeah, but I feel like you would also need to have at least somewhat of a passion towards whatever you're doing in order for it to elicit a flow state. Because like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be out here doing something monotonous and then be like, I would rather literally jump in freezing cold water than have to finish this well exactly that kind of goes along with the description in that case because it's like something that you can really really get yourself into to devote your entire concentration into i don't think you could do that with something you don't like right i wonder if there's an opportunity like if there's like maybe i'll look in this in into like the medical literature to see if there's anything about whether or not people have like trained themselves to enter this flow state. And I, I think you're, you've touched on a really important thing about the meditation aspect of it, because like meditation, I guess, is a certain way to achieve the flow state. And if mm. you do meditate more fre- frequently, it's like said to have an amazing health benefit to like lower blood pressure. And, you know, I don't know what other things are, but lower blood pressure is a big one, I think. Are you able um, to meditate? Me? Yes. But like in short, bouts it it's actually mm. very interesting because I, I i'm not like i think that <laughs> the reason why you kind of say say like are, am i able to is because like i have sporadic thoughts all the time everywhere but i think like a common misconception about meditation is that you need to have no thoughts you mm. need to be like completely clear in the mind and i don't think that's really like the goal i think the goal is just to merely be able to like be an observer to your own like consciousness so like have yourself be aware of the fact that your thoughts can come and go just kind of act as you are in like on a train or something this is uh, this is actually words from my therapist too so like acting as if you were on a train and you're just watching your thoughts go by you don't stick around and, and like see what's going on you don't dwell on them you don't judge them them for what they are you just let them pass huh because i have never been able to do that but the only way i really can do like any form of meditation is if i focus on exactly one and like hyper focus on it so that nothing else can kind of get through but i feel like that negates what it's supposed to be but i don't know well like it it is also like whatever you feel you need to do too right i don't think that there's that there's really like a big stipulation whether or not like you're doing it wrong you know what i mean like i don't <laughs> think anybody's out here gonna be like you're fucking up meditation my guy like i i you think like i have met some like crystal karens and I, well they, they yeah. would they would tell me that i was fucking up but see and there's the biggest hypocrisy i think within the health and wellness industry is Mm. these people are out here praising health and wellness when they're not (laughs) they're not at all health and well (laughs) you know what i mean it's all about the money yeah and shame it's all about money and shame because that's how people buy (laughs) yeah it's how people buy those like stupid diet shit and like 
and you're made to feel bad about every single part of your body because there is a product for every single part of your body. So mm-hmm. like, it's like, why? Anyways, we got a little off topic and I'm not going to dwell on, <laughs> on the beauty industry or the health and wellness bullshit. But we're the, looking um, at you. Not, yeah, not, we're, not you. We're looking at the industry. Uncovering. We're the Debunking. first to uncover the the history. I don't know what I'm saying. Never mind. We are definitely <laughs> not. It's totally. But there's a Netflix special there somewhere. I think. Damn. Um, but. Oh fuck! Sorry. I'm gonna rhyme off some more shit, and you're gonna say yes or no, okay? Oh hell yeah! Right, 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 right. Sense of clarity. In a state of flow, your body and mind will know what needs to be done without having to think about it. Uh, yes, to a to a to a degree. Yeah, I think like your body. So your body and mind will know what needs to be done without having to think about it. I think more so that's like if you're used to doing like repetitive motions. I'm thinking about mm. like people who are knitting or like my dad, for example. Whenever he ties flies, I feel like he enters the flow state almost immediately. And ties like those flies act- for like fishing. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, what the hell does he tie to flies? He t- yeah, he actually just takes uh, mosquitoes and uh, he puts on little little outfits on them and nice. um, make sure cute. that they like, you know, are dressed for the part. They're of, warm for of, the winter. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> mosquitoes aren't no. flies, just so you know. Why aren't they flies? Because they're not. They're not in the same genus. Right. Why Why aren't they flies? Because a house fly is a fly and a horse fly is a fly, but a mosquito is a different one. Okay, so why? Because flies are scavengers, mosquitoes are straight up bloodsuckers. They're identified by their protruding proboscis that stabs into flesh to suck blood. Flies don't have that. I love that. I just made that up, but that sounds pretty reasonable oh. to me. I would be thinking more so if it has anything to do with, like, the for physiology of their, or not physiology, morphology of their bodies. Nah, that's crazy. You're wild. So it's like, is like, are they all insects? Yes. Because they've got six legs. Mm-hmm. But if well, a mosquito is not aren't a Aren't arachnids also insects? Up. Arachnids are arachnids. They're not insects. Damn. Okay, so spiders aren't bugs. Because bugs are insects, right? I'm having. I'm looking this up. Okay. We get derailed sometimes, but it's okay. Mosquitoes are definitely not flies. I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) I'm sorry, but the word mosquito is Spanish for little fly. What? <laughs> God damn it. But it's I'm not so a fly. Sorry. Mosquito means little fly. God damn it. But it's not a fly, right? Like, like It's so I I don't know. I'm just the I'm gonna tell All you right I now, have here not. are mm. mosquitoes are common flying insects that live in most parts of the world. I'm getting mosquitoes Mosquito adults are small, delicate, two-winged flies. Yeah. What? Uh, I'm getting mosquitoes belong to the order Diptera, true flies. Well, hang, on. <laughs> hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. It literally just said that they're they're part of the flies. God damn it! I'm angry. List off more things now. Can't believe a mosquito. I think that you flies. had some. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Back up a little. Just, just we're gonna we're gonna cover this real quick. Like all insects, adult mosquitoes have three basic body parts. So in order to qualify to be an insect, you need to have a head, a thorax, and an abdomen. And an abdomen. Okay? Which is great. Cool. Gucci. And then... Yeah, the word mosquito is Spanish for little fly, and it dates back to about 1583 in North America. I I don't trust Europeans referred to mosquitoes as gnats. They didn't know genuses at that point. So, okay, what is your, what, like, do you think then that house flies aren't real flies? No, house flies Maybe are real flies. Maybe you got it backwards? No, 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 no. 
I think that flies are flies, and mosquitoes are something else. I don't think they're in the same family, <laughs> except for the fact that they're insects. But so are ladybugs, but ladybugs aren't flies or mosquitoes. Oh, this one's this one's great. House flies, Musca domestica, are one species of fly in the insect order Diptera, which includes mosquitoes. They are also known as Fuck. nuisance flies or filth flies, and are, they are always unwelcome in people's homes. Always unwelcome. They are bothersome, and they spread like bacteria. I'm like really gracious. upset. Like I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I upset damn. you. No, it's okay. At least, at least you were right. I wasn't right. I didn't. I I thought you were right. I I just had to Google it to be sure because of who I am as a person. So then why that's, did you bring it literally it up? aren't because it's. What? You purposefully went out of your way to upset me. <laughs> it was me. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. the problem. It's me. Okay. Okay. Now that we know that. Lack of thing. obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay. going back. La- lack of obstacles. The thoughts and feelings that generally cloud our mind, such as stress, worry, and self-doubt, take a back seat when we achieve the flow state. That's true, I think. Yeah, I think that's true. Because, I mean, like, I don't think you can have the flow state if you're focusing on stress and stuff like that. Because stress is usually, yeah, yeah, stress is usually, as far as I've noticed, time-related in some sort. And in flow state, you don't really notice time. That is interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, it can be time spent doing something. It can be time spent at an event. It can be time spent with someone you don't want to spend time with. Yeah. Stress is time related. You guys I can't see. Am. You guys can't see her face, but she's uh, she's found a new re- revelation. I have, because oftentimes I feel like I'm literally running out of time, and now I'm wondering that is likely the reason why I'm always like physically stressed. Of course. Mind blown! Wow, that was that was a great. Thanks. Okay, Sometimes I right. bullshit and it turns into something real. So, what's no, next? But you, you, that that makes sense. I know it um, does. But... In good, and this is this is a good segue. Good feelings. Being in a deep flow state is often described as an intrinsically positive experience. There is no superficiality driving this force. It's just the pleasure that comes with being in the moment and doing something that you are passionate about. Aw, that's so cute. I, I guess yes. Yeah, I think that's kind of like it ties into what we were talking about earlier a little bit about mm. um, how you kind of need to be passionate in order to actually like go through with something and then have it be like, oh, fuck, has it been two hours or has it been four days? <laughs> exactly. This used to actually happen a lot when I used to make like school projects and like we had like an art component to a school project. Like I remember one year for like I think it was grade nine English, like we needed to do a project about uh, Christmas Carol. And I draw, I drew, I, I drawed, I drawed I draw, all the things. I tiff, no, I, I draw. Drew, <laughs> I tiff, draw, artist. Um, <laughs> I drew three scenes from the book that like I visualized based off of like the movie characters, but like the scenes didn't actually exist. Mm. or the the scenes existed but like i drew it anyways i i had a lot of fun and i didn't really even need to do three of them but i wanted to do three of them because i was having so much fun i thought it was awesome that makes sense no like i probably have i I used to like build lego all the time and stuff and you know yeah that and time would just disappear on me it was great lego used to be a great Great source of the flow state, for sure. And for everyone out there, it is Lego and not Legos. All right. Do you want something? Do you want to get something off your chest, or no? That's just what it is. Later, or that's just that's just what it is. You had a little bit of like tension there. That's just what it is. Okay. All right. Moving along. The last one is happiness, which I think is, yeah, that's kind of, that's fair. Um, The type of happiness one can gain from being in the flow state goes beyond a temporary high. It is a general sense of well-being and it lasts, uh, oh, it has a lasting sense of happiness and fulfillment. I think fulfillment is probably the right word. You feel really proud of yourself. 
Yeah, because yeah. usually it's like from the start to the end of some project or a piece of a project or something. That yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the last thing that I'm going to go through is Headspace.com kind of made like a how-to get in the flow state wreck, I guess. It, like, I don't know. You can try it at home. <laughs> if it works for you at home, please let us know because like we're all we're all looking for a little bit more serotonin, dopamine in our lives. Especially when, when it's negative 32 outside. Yeah, maybe that's why you're such a grumpy guess. It might be why I'm so grumpy. I mean, you already ate, so you're not you're not hangry. I'm just a little guy. Have you drank some water today? I drank some tea. Should probably go have a glass of water, bestie. Could probably have a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. That's that goes out to you guys too. If you're listening to this at home, you should probably go fill up a glass of water because I can guarantee you likely to haven't drank anything yet. <laughs> Do it. Okay, in order to get into the flow state, a couple of conditions need to be met. According to this, uh, the first one is you need to care about the task at hand. So like I said, you kind of have to be a little bit passionate about it. Two is the activity, job, or task can't be too easy or too difficult. Because, of course, if you're literally going at it, like looking at it from like a point of view of having a puzzle that is only 50 pieces versus a puzzle that is uh, 250 pieces versus a puzzle that is 1,000 pieces, you can't just look at it and be like, this is going to take actually a year for me to do and mm -hmm. then have no real um, motive to do it or it can't be like, oh my God, this is literally too easy for me or perceived mm -hmm. as too easy for me, so I'm not going to do it. Um, number three is optimally the activity should be something that you're good at. I don't know. I have a little bit of con well, fuck. <laughs> contesting with this one because I'm like... You could enter the flow state in an activity that you've never done before, and you just yeah. all of a sudden feel really good about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I would say, um, like, jogging is one. I'm not good at jogging, but usually if I'm going on a run or something, that will happen. Yeah. I can't go yeah. for long, but I can do it. Yeah. That's... Oh, my God. Maybe I'm entering a sleepy state. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Four... Uh, this is the last one. Your mindset surrounding the task should be focused on the journey, not the destination. You sh mm. could be an athlete focusing on the game instead of the medal or a mountain climber focusing on the climb instead of the top view. So basically, I think the point there is that you have to, like, you could be working towards a goal, I guess, but not necessarily be focused on that as, like, your needed, in like, outcome. So I guess it kind of yeah. goes back to what you were saying too, Richard, where you were like, stresses time based and if you're not really necessarily worried about time from the get-go fuck it enjoy it enjoy get it. into that flow state and be productive as book yeah i think gardening is a great example of that one just because like Ooh. no matter how fast you till the soil and weed your garden it's not going to make it grow any faster but like just enjoy the enjoy the tending while you can you know that's a great example Thanks. I love that. I can't wait to garden. I'm so excited. I'm kind of excited too. Um, and then the last bit is just tips to get you into the zone. Uh, do something you love. Create a ritual. Choose your most important task. Identify your peak creative and productive times. So this kind of goes back to like the last episode that I was in. So number 30 when we were talking about chronotypes. <laughs> the last episode I was in. Yeah, because it wasn't the last one because I was dead. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Deceased to die. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the chronotypes that we were talking about, and if you've missed that, go back and listen to it. Um, it kind of talks a little bit about how you can identify when your peak productivity is based off of your sleep uh, patterns. Is it accurate? Who's Probably not. But uh, it's cool to have that insight from a different perspective into your life. Okay, goodbye. Um <laughs> And then the last thing is eliminate distractions. Which I feel like if you've you have said the ADHD, last thing like 12 times. If you have ADHD, distractions are inevitable. And yes, I've said the last thing <laughs> three times. But it's because every time in between I've gotten distracted. <laughs> Oops. That might be my fault. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I accept me for who I am and I don't give a fuck about what everybody else thinks. Damn, okay. Well, that's good. Most people seem to accept you for who you are as is, so. 
I hope so, because at this point I'm too ugly and too big enough to change, so. Okay. (laughs) Whatever you say. When you let air-dried clay stay out for too long, it kind of just stays that way, you know? What are you talking about? What does air-dried clay have? air-dried clay. Why? I don't know. I thought of your dad as a potter, so. Because it's brittle and falls apart as soon as you touch it? Well... No, we're not getting into that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all that I've got for today. That was really good. You told me you were bringing in a short one, and now we've been talking for almost 35 minutes, so that is not a short sorry. one. Sorry. Don't so apologize. Sorry. That was good. That was good. I like the way your tangents go. I did bring a short one today. Good. I'm excited. Um... Because it'll probably still be a half an hour. <laughs> no, this I I doubt it. But uh, this one this one's a little. Uh, mm, I guess it's kind of a cryptid. We haven't done one of those in a while. We haven't. I've actually had multiple people text me and ask me if I'm going to do a cryptid because it's my turn. Ooh. <laughs> I'm still stuck on this stupid psyche things that I like. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, no, that's kind of what the whole thing's about. It's we find things that interest us, and cryptids are cryptids are my jam. So tell them to text me instead. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. All right. So uh, I tried to come up with a clever title for this one, but I couldn't think of any that wouldn't spoil it. So we're just going with the straight up name of this cryptid. You ready? I'm. Um, yeah. This is the highly embellished and dramatically emphasized story <laughs> of. The Red Ghost. The Red Ghost. The Red Ghost. All right. You, you ready? You, you strapped in? You buckled? Is this going to make me not want to sleep tonight just quick? No, this one's not scary. Like, I it, say it might, as I yawn. <laughs> it, might, it might sound a little scary, but as soon as the reveal comes, you'll be like, okay, I'm not scared anymore. Okay. You're not talking about periods, right? No. Okay, good. No, okay, that, would, that would leave you scared. <laughs> It would, yes, correct. All right. Okay. You ready? Without further ado. Here we go. Let's head back to the jolly old year of 1883 in Arizona. A big year in terms of events. Life magazine is founded, not funded, probably funded also, but it was founded. Probably. Uh, The last known quagga dies, which is very sad. That's that like half zebra, half horse looking creature. (gasps) Oh, no. Yeah, the Orient Express begins to run. We, you've watched, you've read the the book Murder on the Orient Express. You watched the movie. I've watched the movie. Okay, that's good enough. Uh, wow, a movie you've actually seen. And yeah. the tale of the Red Ghost appears for the first time. The initial story is truly a horrific tale of fear, death, and a pat Seth for. A path set for revenge. Good lord, I ruined that. Anyway, let me take you to Eagle Creek. Despite the amazing name, Eagle Creek is actually a nearly 100-kilometer-long river uh, in the northwest of Arizona at the base of the White Mountain Range. So it's a, it's a very, very pretty spot. I looked up pictures of it, and it's literally gorgeous. Uh, the area is literally the exact definition of what would come to mind if you think of the Wild West. Uh, arid lands with sparse greenery, a long winding river at the base of curving and deep mountain range. Now, imagine a quaint farm or a ranch. It's here that the tale begins with two, let's call them Sam and Arley, uh, two men patrolling the ranch to check on their cattle. So, it had been a hot and dry summer, but thankfully, due to the Eagle Creek, the ranch was still doing well. So they've got they've got water because of good old Eagle Creek. So, uh, sorry, I said Sam. I, I meant James. James and Arlie are the two oh. men. My J looks a little like an S. Ah, uh, jams. Okay. Jams. Jams and Arlie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> James's wife, Grace, heard the dogs barking wildly outside. It wasn't uncommon for wolves or mountain cats to prowl the area. That's why mountain they had cats. the dogs in the first place. Yeah, you know, like pumas and cougars. And... I know, I know, but it just sounds strange with mountain cat 
it sounds like you're gonna have like a mon what is that what are they called a man coon just a man coon reaches way out yeah a man coon is like one of those really really fluffy a main tall yeah a man coon is a half man half raccoon That's a cryptid you can cover. <laughs> <laughs> so a main coon is what it Maine is. Main coon, yes. That's the big cat. Oh my god. I saw one. I, I was out at a bar the other day and a dude walked in with a main coon on his shoulder. And that was kind of neat. Casual. So. Just casual, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So the, the mountain cats like to prowl the area. So that's why they had the dogs in the first place. But then she heard a strange growling noise and the dogs whined in fear. What she saw immediately struck her with fear as well. A huge reddish-colored beast ridden by a devilish-looking figure. And that's a quote. Uh, she then heard... Gotta turn my page. Wait, a beast Ar- riding a figure? Uh, here, let me, let me give you the quote again. You ready? Okay, yeah, I'm ready. A, a huge reddish-colored beast ridden by a devilish-looking figure. Oh, okay, the red beast is ridden by a figure. Okay. Yes. Uh, so she, she then heard Arlie's wife, uh, Theodora, screaming. Another unearthly growl was followed by a sickly crunching noise, and then the scream stopped. Fearing for her life, Grace bolted the front door and hid until James and Arlie returned home. Upon their return, James and Arlie noticed something off. The ranch was oddly quiet, and some of the fences had been broken. With the sound of their horses' hoofbeats coming closer, Grace threw open the door and ran to the men, relaying the horrible visage. The three then found the trampled body of Theodora, bloodied and bruised by what looked like a terrific force. After a quick burial for Theodora, Arlie wanted revenge. Together, he and James armed themselves and began their hunt. They were able to find strange footprints from the scene of the trampling. (laughs) The scene of the trampling. (laughs) That's bad. Anyway, uh, it was an odd two-toed print. Uh, I seem to have lost my spot in the notes, but here here we are, here we are. Yeah, it was an odd two-toed print that went west. The two soon found a clump of red hair stuck to a bush that followed the trail. Unfortunately, the trail became lost within the White Mountain Range area. Because Eagle Creek is at the... At the foot of these mountains. They're, they're very beautiful mountains. They're called the White Mountains because right. I bet you can't guess why. I bet there's snow. There sure is snow. On them. Sure is, sure is snow wow. on those White Mountains. Very clever naming back in the day. Anyway. You could uh, say frosted tips or what. Oh. I hate that. It's a pretty good one. That was pretty good. I hate that it was good. Anyway, for two days, James and Arlie continued to search around the basin until they came upon a group of disheveled prospectors who claimed a beast with red hair had torn through their camp the night before. More red hair was also found on one of the destroyed tents. Several days later, they came upon a flipped-over wagon. The travelers claimed that a gigantic 30-foot red beast had stomped through in the night and toppled the wagon. Arlie and James cautiously feet. continued at this point. Yeah, that's a, that's a big boy. I think that's longer than a bus. I don't know what a bus is, but, you know. So they... Bigger than a Maine Coon. Uh, not bigger than a man Coon. Keep going. <laughs> no, a man and a raccoon together. <laughs> you look so defeated. <laughs> I know, because I'm so bad at saying words. Okay, keep going. It's okay. Um, Arlie and James cautiously continued their hunt, now fearing that they might be chasing a real-life monster of some sort. Once again, however, they lost the trail of the beast. This time, they would be unable to recover their search as a dust storm swept through the area, and they were forced to return home. However, the legend of the beast was only just beginning. Sightings of the newly titled Red Ghost continued and spread. One story claimed that the red ghost had killed and eaten a ferocious grizzly bear. Others claimed the creature was able to disappear into thin air and outrun the fastest of horses. All of the many stories agreed upon one fact, however. A ghostly white skeleton, perhaps death himself, rode on the the red ghost's back. Death himself? Death himself! 
Mr. Belvedere. Do you think death would show up for this? I feel like death has a per- personality of, like, a squonk. I don't know if he's got it the personality of a squonk. Up. Just, like, crying all the time? Yeah, I just feel like he just wouldn't show, you know? Like, he would just be like, eh. Eh, I don't have time for this. I've got nothing to wear. <laughs> I mean, that is fair, but in this case, he's just riding on the back of the, the red ghost. I guess. Um, several attempts were made to capture the red ghost, with one man successfully lassoing it. However, he was quickly pulled from his horse before the beast reared and trampled him and nearly killed him. A few months after that incident, the red ghost was spotted by five men who opened fire on it. While they missed the ghost, they did successfully knock the head off the skeletal creature, which fell to the ground. The skull still had some skin and hair clinging to it, which is an interesting fact. For a further 10 years, stories continued to emerge about the red ghost, and it's now headless skeletal rider. In the year 1893, a farmer named Mizu Hastings, that's quite a name, can you imagine being named Mizu? M-I-Z-O-O, Mizu? Mizu Hastings spotted the red ghost eating his garden. Fetching his rifle, Hastings fired and hit, bringing it down with a single shot. Investigations led to the realization that the red ghost was actually... Do you have any guesses of what this is? Large red two-toed animal? I don't... Large red two-toed... Armadillo? Armadillo? They're (laughs) tiny! Oh, anteater? They're also pretty small. It's a camel! I don't know. Oh. It's a camel. So, uh, yeah, the red, the red ghost He was, killed a camel? He killed a camel. The red ghost was a camel. But the horrible visage of its seemingly spectral rider turned out to be true. Strapped to the animal's back so tightly that the leather scarred the beast was a skeleton of a man. Whomever this man was is completely unknown, but several theories point to it being either a miner who might have strapped himself to the beast as a last-ditch effort to find water, or perhaps it was the body of a wounded soldier. Either way, it's believed that the tight straps and decompressing body drove the creature into violence and confusion. And that's, uh, that's the story of the Red Ghost. You might be like, but Richard... I am but Richard, fucking shook. Yeah, camels don't exist in North America, do they? This is me asking you. Camels don't exist in North America, do they? In, like, zoos, I'm assuming if it was somebody who was rich, then they brought them over. That is, that's a good Trophy hunting was a big thing. It's a big thing. Uh, This was not from a zoo, however. This was part of an effort. uh, (laughs) It was... No. No. It was part of an effort as, like, trying to expand through the West of bringing no. camels in, which they called the Camel Corps. So it was a bunch of soldiers that would ride camels around. And uh, before, before, like, the, I don't, I think it was the Civil War, uh, there was a, uh, 30 camels were procured and they had some money given to them. And pretty much as soon as the war actually started, they were totally abandoned, letting the camels either run away or just forgetting about them, basically. So so that part is very real. Uh, Supposedly, the red ghost himself is or was a real camel with a skeleton strapped to its back. The rest was dramatized story from from some events. Wow. Yep. Yeah, settlers would see these camels and be like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) And the camels, like... I mean, makes sense. Yeah, camels aren't aggressive beasts, but if they're scared, they're fucking huge, and they can deal some damage with those big old feats if they need to, so... So, yeah. Big old feats. They got big old feats. Well, I am... I, I did not expect it to be a camel. No one did. And that's the story of the red ghost. If you said something about its humps, then maybe I would have been able to say yes. Yeah, well, that's that that's sense. making it too... Where's the fun in that's that? That's making it too easy. 
but yeah, weird story. Uh, sort of a cryptid, except that it just turned out to be a camel, so not. I really like that. Maybe the camel was in the flow state. Oh. When it rips through villages and scaring the bejesus out of people. I mean, it, it trampled a woman to death. Yeah. Theodora. Poor Theodora. Girl. None of those names were real. I just made them up and was but like the story yeah, I kind of figured the, the, act, the actual like, story did follow some 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 guys, but there there was never any names given, so. Right. So that's what I've got for you this week. So it could have been a Sam. What? It could have been a Sam. I guess it could have been a Sam or it could have been a James. Who knows? Who knows? Oh my goodness. That was good. I like that was fun. I like that. Thank you. It's nice to get to something nonsense and stupid that has no bearing on life. <laughs> Woo! Unless Can you, you want to become the red in? ghost. Yeah. It's great. All right. Well, I think that's probably where we'll call this one. Um, yeah. As you can tell, I'm yawning. Today is falling asleep. I am feeling it as well. It's cold outside, and I'm not loving that. But uh, you know what is not cold outside? Our Instagram. <laughs> and our Patreon. We've got... We've got both. And our Patreon. And our Patreon. Um, yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at Moderately Mediocre Podcast. And if you wish to hear more from us, because we are just so delightful, and I love you, and it would be really nice if you did that, um, <laughs> you can go on <laughs> patreon.com slash moderate pod. You did and it. And you will find all of that information there. Yeah. yeah. I did. We've got a bunch um, of extra episodes. I already over there. have an idea. Yeah, there's there's at least five extra. There's like over five right or now, six. And we're at gonna this head, point. head over there. We'll head over there real 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 hot real real quick here now and uh, talk about some things. I have one particular article that I have in mind. It's not very long, but I have a story about you... a ninja. Oh, I love that. So that's gonna be. I have fun. a story about a bear. Oh, all right. Two phenomenal things. If you guys want to hear more of that, you can follow us over on uh, patreon.com slash moderate pod. Get some good stories. And uh, yeah, we will. We'll, we'll. Yeah. Honestly, think about it as like a little camp campfire. We're sitting around a campfire and that's where we talk about cool, weird stories. Yeah, we're, we're just telling okay. stories. So give us your money. I'm so happy that you tuned in today and I hope that you have a great week and I hope that the cold doesn't make you too upset um, some parts of the world the groundhog on groundhog day saw their shadows other parts of the world it just died so it just I don't know what that died. means but keep your head up yeah Christ okay I'll talk about it on the Patreon episode if you want okay Okay. anyways this has been the moderately mediocre podcast yes it has with your hosts I'm Richard. <laughs> I'm TJ. Thank this you, everybody. Sleepy Hollow episode. Okay. Sure is. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Bye.